Welcome to Goop Tales, Behind the Story. I'm Maria Calanchini, and I'm the founder and creator of Goop Tales. If you're new to Goop Tales, and this is your first time listening to an episode, you're probably going to want to go back and listen to the episode right before this, which is episode 85, because the Behind the Story series was designed to accompany the regular story episodes. So this is not a story, this is behind the story. And behind the story is gonna provide more factual information about the places that the Goops travel to and what inspires me in writing the stories. For example, while writing the story, I'll do it and the street signs of Tokyo, which is episode 85, I did research about the billboards that are all around the city of Tokyo and the Japanese alphabet, also known as hiragana. And I'm going to tell you what I learned about them in this episode. If you haven't already listened to episode 85, just pause this, go listen to it, and then come back, because otherwise you might be in for some spoilers. And for those of you who have listened to episode 85, let me just give you a refresher on what it was. It was I'll Do It and the Street Signs of Tokyo. As we know from the story, I'll Do It is a very eager little goop that says, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, which is sometimes good to get a lot of things done, things other people don't want to do, but sometimes annoying when he jumps in front of you and wants to do everything. In any case, I'll Do It does himself all the way into Tokyo, where he ends up on a cobblestone street and meets some unfriendly gremlins. So he ends up, in order to get away from the gremlins, he ends up hopping, or I shouldn't say hopping, he ends up maybe hopping around, but getting saved by this little elfin-like fairy named Eleanor, who ends up taking him away from the gremlins and the street below, And he gets to know the whole world of Eleanor, which is up in the street signs of Tokyo. And he comes to find that there's this whole other life up there in the street signs. And he makes friends with the characters up there. So he wants to create a party for them. I'll do it plans a party with his new friend, Eleanor. It's very successful. But he gets so busy talking down at the party that he misses his opportunity to leave the party before the gremlins come out at sundown. And he and his new little friend get stuck down there. And I'll do it ends up being able to rescue himself and his friend, the cat, whose name is Fuji. That is what happens in the story, just in case you didn't remember. Now I'm going to tell you about some inspiration for this story. So the person who asked me to write this story was Nazali, and she gave me some very specific directions on what should happen in the story, who should be in the story, and that it should take place in Tokyo. Now, I have never been to Tokyo, 
Although I would love to go there. I'm actually definitely going to go there one day. And when I started doing research for the city of Tokyo and trying to think about where this story would take place in Tokyo and what was really beautiful and interesting about the city and its surroundings, which are many, many things, one of the first things that I noticed in the photos that I was looking at was the street signs. There are so many street signs in Tokyo. It is overwhelming. I don't think I've ever seen a city with so many street signs. It's this whole other culture up there. When you look up and you look at the billboards and the street signs, they're everywhere. And they're colorful and they're bright and some of them are lit up and neon and glowing. And it immediately struck me how they are such a huge part of the city of Tokyo. And so I decided to make a big part of the story take place on the street signs. That's how that came about. And then, as you can see, a lot of the characters in the story come from the street signs. And in researching the characters, I had to look up some Japanese. Now, I am not really familiar with the Japanese language a little bit, a couple words here and there, because my sister-in-law is Japanese and she has taught me a few things, but really I am not an expert by any means. So I had to look up everything I was using in this story. One of the things that I discovered is hiragana. Hiragana, what I'm going to do is just read the dictionary definition because I think that will explain it the best. Hiragana is a Japanese syllabary, one component of the Japanese writing system, along with katakana, kanji, and in some cases, Latin script. It is a phonetic lettering system. The word hiragana literally means ordinary or simple. All of those symbols that you see in Japanese that for me are very, very unfamiliar, and I don't know what they mean, but they're like artwork. They're these really beautiful symbols. They make up words. I had to look up hiragana in order to understand better what's up on all of these billboards, these signs, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of images, but there's a lot of Japanese symbols of the hiragana. And so when it gets to the part in the story where we meet Fuji, who is a cat, which is in Japanese, that's pronounced neko. Fuji's name or cat would be written in hiragana on the sign, which for me is just a series of very unfamiliar symbols, but really, really beautiful symbols. That is how the inspiration really for the characters to come alive, for the stories to think that there's more up there in the signs than just signs. There's there's meaning behind them, there's emotion, there's history, and it brought out this whole world, which we see, and I'll do it in the street signs of Tokyo. So that was my inspiration for the story. Now, I would love to know from you, do you know any other way of writing besides the English language, the alphabet? I would love to know if you have a different alphabet you use or if you use symbols to write or describe anything. And if you do, please write me in or leave me a voice message on Gooptales and let me know what that is because 
these things are so interesting to me and they're all part of other cultures and countries. And they're things that I can use in future Goop Tales. If you're a little linguist and you're good with these things, I would love to hear from you. Now let's get to the questions for this episode. There were a couple questions. I am going to answer them. So from Micah, I got the question. Hi, Maria. This is Micah. I have a question for the behind the scenes. How many gremlins were there in the cobblestone? Thank you so much. Such a good question, Micah. This is the way that I envisioned it because every time I write a story, I see it in my head and I see the characters talking to each other and I see everything that happens and then I just write down what's happening. When it came to the gremlin scene in the cobblestones, I was looking at a picture of a Japanese street and it had these square cobblestones that were covering the entire street. And the way that I imagined it was one gremlin face, like this red gremlin face, trying to get out of each cobblestone. So basically, for every cobblestone, there is a gremlin face. And it's like, (laughs) the way I saw it in my head is that the gremlin is kind of trapped in the cobblestone. His face is right there and it's looking right up at the street above, trying to get out of the cobblestone, but it can't. So it's this red, angry little face. For every cobblestone, there is a gremlin. And there were lots of cobblestones. Okay, the next question is from Nina. Hi, my name is Nina, and I wanted to say something. I know this is on, um, uh, I'll do it, (laughs) um, but, um, I wanted to say something here. So, is the Japanese dragon an actual dragon? And also, I wanted to ask you if, um, the the magical photos that you put that are um like like a fairy that you just won this one that that was with wings and sitting on a lily pad i saw that one i i'm like is that a, a real one or was that just like um affection on the computer and um and, and i said and i wanted to ask you this um so i hope you'll answer my question um, and I'm really excited. Um, I love sending you messages, and I passed um, this um, this scoop tale to all my friends, and I really, really like. <laughs> Thank you for making Goop Tales. It's the best podcast in the whole entire world. She was looking at the website. And I'm not sure exactly which story she was on, but she was looking at some of the images that go with a story. And she saw um, the Japanese dragon and she wanted to know if it was a real one. That may have been the quarreling story because he had a Japanese dragon in his. She wanted to know if the picture, there was a fairy too. And she wanted to know if the photos are real of the fairies and the dragon because... These are all mythical things, fairies and dragons, but they're very real too. Basically, the photos, they are photos that I got. I use a service. And when I want to do something that has a little bit of a fantasy element to it, 
like a dragon or a fairy. I search for photos of dragons and fairies, basically. I find photos that clearly have been altered or created in some sort of Photoshop or other software to create the dragon and the fairy because they are mythical, but they become very real in your imagination and in the story. That is how I get those photos. That's where they come from. So Nina, they are, you know, when you ask, are they real? I want to say, yes, they're real in your imagination, but they are altered photos. I hope that answers your question. That is it for today's Behind the Story. If you have any questions that you want me to answer in a future Behind the Story episode about Goop Tales in general or about any past episodes, you can send it in via email or you can send that to info at gooptales.com, or you can leave a voice message at the website of gooptales.com, or you can tag us on Facebook and Instagram and leave your question. And I really love answering them. They can be about any episode. They don't have to be about the most recent. And just anything behind Gooptales, because I love to see your imagination get curious about what is going on. All right, the next episode is coming out soon. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget about our newly launched YouTube channel where you're actually going to be able to see all of the images in order of the story while the story is being told with the images up on screen. So we're just coming out with the first couple episodes on YouTube. So please go look at it. It's Goop Tales on YouTube. And make sure and subscribe. Okay, I will see you in the next Goop Tale.